0: everyone, this is Nikki Yu, also known as Faces Trader, and you're watching the March 10, 2021 Global Market Update. So, today's topic, we're going to discuss, are there oversold opportunities left after Tesla's more than 20% rally last night? So, you could see clearly that last night, March 9, 2021... The market actually took a look at whether we are along the Jetsons or the Flintstones. And for Awesome 10x, we believe that end of the day, we are along innovation. We are along EVs, we are along 5G, we are along EVTOLs, EV takeoff landing. We believe in the world of the future, the Jetsons, and we do not believe in investing in the Flintstones. So the the thing about me is that I'm just really long the Jetsons. I'm not short the Flintstones. Um, The Flintstones are your traditional economy. You've got the banks. You've got the energy financials. So those are your industrials, the Flintstones. Yes, there is a rotation right now happening from technology. Some of them are doing a reopening theme in their portfolios. But we believe in Awesome 10X that we stick to the Jetsons and we just go Jetsons cash, Jetsons cash. We don't go Jetsons to Flintstones and so forth. And I do believe that uh, while Kathy Wood got criticized for her investment style, we, however, in FacesTrader, uh, this is my Twitter profile, we here in Awesome 10X believe that what she's doing is the right path. When the true flood really comes, I do believe that only ARK Invest and everyone inside survives. Only people who invest in innovation, disruptors, awesome 10x companies have to be great. It doesn't have to be cheap. It could be a high growth company like a Tesla. And those people, those investors will be the one who survives any sort of financial crisis. And what a rebound last night was. ARK ETF was rising 10%. You've got the K, ARK Genomic was also up 7.65%, a very strong rebound indeed for the ARK Invest funds. After getting a lot of indicators saying, like some technicians were saying that ARK Invest shouldn't be managing money. We disagree. ARK ETF is one of the best funds that people who are lazy enough to manage their money shouldn't trust their money into even if I am not an affiliate of ARK Invest. So um, I do look at a lot of ARK investment moves, and I do agree with what they're doing. So just a sneak peek, you've got people hyperventilating about the treasury yields. Let's so take a look at the huge chart. In the last 10 years, from 2011 to 2021, you are seeing that since 2012, the 10-year Treasury yield stayed actually at a peak of just 3.03% and a low of 0.5%. At 1.5%, people are panicking. It's two things. It's either you think about 1.5%, a triple from 05 or you think of it as half of 3 Now granted, let's say that this government yield does increase to 2%. I do think that within a decade... There's so much innovation happening from 2020 to 2030 that a treasury yield in in spike is just going to add into the volatility, which everyone should embrace. Embrace the volatility. Extensions have to be sold. But if it's not extended, if it's crashing on an oversold region, then it's not oversold. It should be bought. So, my, my, uh, uh, my idea, and like what I've always said and harp, uh, always said, diversify exposure to structural growth themes. What are these structural growth themes? Very simply, Awesome 10 believes in investing in e commerce. Your e commerce could be exemplified by your Shopify, your C Limited, your Mercado Libre, your Amazon, your Pintua, your JD, and so forth. It could even be companies that are supplementing these e-commerce. How about e-commerce in in Canada? Or how about companies that are adding e-commerce? One would say that Twitter is adding e-commerce, which is a social media right now that's also doing e-commerce. How about Facebook? Facebook is doing a lot in its e-commerce, right? Now, streaming platforms, new entertainment, it's a lot. Would I invest in Agora, which is doing live streaming platforms for all the companies like Clubhouse, for companies like Unity, as varied as your Huya? Yes, that is what. How about the new entertainment, the esports industry? You could invest in something like an esports format in your portfolio that could be exemplified by a Doyu by a Huya, which is going to get merged, or something like a Belly or a YY. Now, of course... There's a lot of companies, so I won't reiterate all companies right now. But you could see that sectors that we believe in, at the very least, e-commerce, streaming, e-sports, blockchains, payments, social media, digital advertising, enterprise software, cloud computing, 5G, direct-to-consumer, food delivery our, our arms, right, hailing, millennials, the Generation Z, the screenagers, the instagrammies what are they doing, Robotics, AI, automation, telematics, ADAS, that would be advanced driverless assistance systems, haptics, genome sequencing, immunotherapy, genetic editing, OMO, which means online merge offline, whether it be education, primarily education, remote work. How about your video conferencing or all the productivity tools, your cybersecurity? Those are all falling into your remote work. Your SaaS names are mostly remote work. Plant based, that could be a plant based cigarette. Um, I know, I'm sorry. It's a plant based uh, milk, a plant based meat, a plant based drink, a plant based whatsoever. Precision ag tech, that's what we are talking about. The controlled environment agriculture, that is indoor farming, that's called precision ag tech. Globalization, athleisure, vanity, self-driving cars, LIDARs, drones, EV tolls, clean renewable energy. Clean renewable energy could fall under many forms. It could be solar, it could be biomass, it could be wind, it could be nuclear, geothermal, etc. Crazy rich Asians, how do you play the Chinese, the Indians, the Southeast Asian economy? Those are played into either e-commerce or so, so much more. So those are structural growth themes that we believe in that will last for the next ten years, whether the markets are one point are hyperventilating over the one point five treasury yield rate yield, uh, whether it goes two percent and whatsoever. Um, what the rise in interest rates means for markets. There are actually a lot of YouTube articles that would sh- uh, YouTube videos that show to you. This is a CNBC video about that. But it's really um you know at the end of the day uh, this is a 4 minute video I don't need I don't think that uh, I should discuss uh, what uh, what you could watch yourself but um what it just does is volatility end of the day um interest rates are just a volatility because uh, everybody knows that a valuation model would use your risk free rate and your treasury yield is a denominator in the risk free rate Supposedly, the higher the interest rates, the lower the equities go. But um, in, if you really think about it, wouldn't you actually, if you were buying technology, growth would actually play a more crucial role rather than the inflation rate, rather than this treasury yields, I think. Now, there are also a lot of strategies right now, like like, like Goldman Sachs. You could see... Um, uh, you could see that they're talking about the long term opportunities such as the SPACs post the deals. So Nasdaq is having their best day since November 4 yesterday. And um there are people like uh strategists that are long a lot of companies that they call the barbell strategy, meaning they're buying companies that they believe have lagged, companies like Facebook, companies like Nvidia. Companies like Qualcomm, American Tower, because versus the cash flows and growth that they have, they're actually lagging. So these are not necessarily high growth, but they're actually growing a lot. And GM is actually something that I believe as well, General Motors. This is a company that owns a lot of stakes in the EV sector, electric vehicles via GM Cruise, the active. GM has a Wooling motor stake. So indeed, um, for people to value GM at a stark discount versus the other EVs, I would agree with some of the firm's calls on uh, actually buying some laggers that do not believe in um in that mode. Took a look at some people. There is actually uh, some CNBC videos wherein Josh Brown shared that he's long Starbucks, Shake Shack, SLV which is silver, I don't know about the rest, um, SPG assignment property group, uber is a reopening taxi play uh or a food hailing uh food hail ride hailing delivery uh verizon zoom video so you could see that um some people are sharing calls that are reopening themes in terms of reopening it is true that we have uh, ourselves we do have starbucks and shake shack uh uber we gave a buy call before and we're actually up more than 100 percent already on these names So we're not buying them today. We're not rotating on them today. We had them since last year. And um, in a way, the correction right now on high technology growth stocks is what what actually I want rather than buying extended names. If you're going to ask me what's an extended name, I'd even argue that, well, some of these names are actually more extended rather than technology, which is actually uh, pulled back at a very good price. So um some people discusses why they like PayPal and Zoom. I would agree with that. Uh, Zoom video is trading at about $340. Sure, you can probably get it at about $250 or $280 if you are lucky. But um, it is a long-term hold. Very strong numbers on your Zoom video allows them to actually trade at that lofty valuation. So take a look at this chart of Zoom video. Take note that... um. Yes, we've been long since 2020, since about $80 here. And you could see that uh, we said that Zoom is deserving in your long-term portfolio, not your short-term portfolio. And we made a wrong call here, actually, in selling some Zoom video shares at about $240, only to buy it back at about $330 and $360, actually. So uh we've been buying here, but we also felt that hey, at about 550, what type of valuation are we talking about here? So at about 470 that was sold all of the shares 470 to 450, only to buy it back again at a more, you know, discrepan di- discriminating level of about 340. 340 dollars would assume something like a 30 times price to sales on Zoom video. But um 30 times price to sales on a company that's really Highly predictable to have 5 billion, 4 billion, 6 billion revenues in a year and very strong cash flows to boot. I'd say that th- that is a cheap way to pay a company that has a very strong management and a very strong uh, predictability of their cash flows, something that not all SaaS names can actually uh, benefit from. <clears throat> and so it, we trade it as a range. You could see that uh, for the last uh, six months already, Zoom video since about September until today, which is already March, has been trading between 330 to 470. While there were uh, extended outlier moves here to about 570, if 330 actually extends all the way to 250, again, I would have no problem buying Zoom video. The lower it goes, the better I go. So assuming the next three days that Zoom video actually collapses from 400, some people trade it on a lower high. But some people might actually just see, okay, uh, if I'm not sure that it will go down to 300, I'll wait it out. So I think that in the short term, you could see that Zoom video actually had a short-term low last night at about 330 below. You see that the bottom last night was 320. We actually bottomed out last Monday. So this is Tuesday in the the Philippine terms, March 9. Uh, Today is March 10, which is Wednesday in the Philippine terms. We will actually uh, perhaps go above 400. But I would uh, assume that the people who are buying these days, are also trimming at about 400 so if you're buying zoom video just be aware that 400 above you've got a seller and about 330 all the way to 250 you do have a buyer so around around about 300 dollars if you're looking to buy this i think that about 300 or 290 if you're lucky is a good area to buy your zoom video pin Tuatua is a favorite of awesome 10x this is one of my 10x names so how could i forget Pintuotuo was a company I advocated as a buy in China. This is the third largest e-commerce, second second is JD, first is Alibaba. But there is a competition between JD and Pintuotuo. Nonetheless, I like all of them. But uh, if I have to choose, Pintuotuo is my number one pick. Now, Pintuatuo has topped at about 210 and 190, very predictable there. Had a strong rebound from 140. Rallying 10% last night to 154. However, you could argue that well, at the end of the day, in the next 3 months, I'd say that Pintuotuo would continue to fall. And this is a high growth name, agree. I would love to get Pintuotuo lower than 140 if I can. Meaning, I don't believe that the March 9 low for Pintuotuo is the actual low. I could be wrong. It could actually consolidate at a higher low, say 140 to 170, because of Pintuoto's very strength, strong strength. How many e-commerce do you know, actually, even if you buy it on September, actually manage a 100% gain? Take note that Pintuoto started $70 here and it's trading at 154 Your NASDAQ didn't grow from September till March 100%. It did not. It was just in a 20% range. This is telling you that Pintuoto is outperforming your NASDAQ and it's actually deserving because of their numbers. So to me their numbers pentuato will be reported this March. I'm going to take a look at those numbers. I would not disagree if they have great numbers and the market buys up pentuato. However, I would also agree that even if market buys up pentuato, there will be a clobbering at about 180 to 200. So no matter what happens in the marketplace, as long as you know what's going to happen and you know what you're going to do, what happens in the market is nothing. How you control yourself and your control, your market, your sizes are the more important, crucial thing on whether you make money or not. You could make money while sleeping as long as you learn to allocate your your spots. So, um, from a base case scenario, I'm still waiting for Pintuoto on near $120. Will I get there, say a 30% or a 20% correction from here? It all depends whether in the next three months, if the NASDAQ falls about $11,000 or $12,000, and uh, it all falls, uh, it's possible if we actually see the NASDAQ failing to break your 13.3%. Failing to break your $14,000 in the next three months. So we could get a choppy action in the next three months. I do not discount the fact that we could actually get a choppiness in the next three months. However, let's take a look at some names. Twist Bioscience is also a, um, a name in the ARC Genomic Fund. Take note that since March, this went from $20 to $200. How I wish I only knew this Tenex name actually. However, like all 10x names, they usually fall a precipitous drop of about 50%. So from 213, Twist Bioscience actually divided by 2 is about 106. The actual low of Twist was actually 105, rallying 20% last night to 125. Now it's very clear to me that $150 for Twist will get a lot of sellers. And so I believe if you're going to ask me, I'd say that the recent low would have a 50% rally to the peak and then you'll get another selling bout. Meaning the sellers on twist at about 160 above to 200 are correct for selling. That is an extension. After you 10x your money, typically you really have to sell your positions and buy back in on a potential larger pullback. You do take that risk. I do take that risk all of the time. After a 10x move, I wait for a 50% decline for me to enter back the same name. So Twist Biosciences, the proper name here was to have sold at and 160. The proper buying entry here is 105 to 110. Today, it's 125. If you don't have Twist Bio, you might as well wait it out. You might get a better entry point in the next coming days if the volatility will persist. Now, if the volatility does not persist and this stock rises to 150, take it as you may, you miss your chance for buying the dip. And so you wait out the next three months and see whether a higher low actually ensues. So it's possible also that 105 was the low of your twist bioscience. The next dip could be just 115 or 120. It could be a higher low because these names are in a secular trend and the drop was actually just a correction of an extension wave. So you could see that this is your greed, this is your euphoria, and in a way there was an insanity going on on your genomic fund which prompted twist bioscience to fall down let's take a look at some so-called laggards nvidia i do like nvidia a lot um if you actually study it uh, we shared a free friday class pick on nvidia sharing that NVIDIA was a buy even at $500. So today, NVIDIA is trading at $500. You get to be the lucky person buying NVIDIA at $500 even if the market corrects downward. I think that for the last six months, you could see from September till March, it is very clear that NVIDIA has a strong support at about $470.00. And a strong resistance at about five seventy to six hundred dollars. So if you want a very very clear just buy low and a sell high mode, Nvidia would be in your top of the curve. You like to buy near five hundred below all the way to four hundred if you have to. You just buy more if you have to fall down to about four hundred. And I think the worst case of a twenty percent drop in Nvidia. Depends, of course, if your apples, your Microsofts, your Amazons, your Facebooks fall down twenty percent, your Nasdaq falling to eleven thousand, which I'll put a probability of about less than twenty percent happening. So, because I do believe that the froth can actually just consolidate rather than correct deeply, Nvidia at about five hundred dollars, even at four hundred fifty, is a strong buy. So tonight, those who don't have Nvidia. Are you late? No, I don't think so. Although you might not be able to sell 20% higher at about 585 if you are long-term, I do think that you will. So making 20% in a year is almost predictable for NVIDIA given their 5G, their place in the self-driving car revolution, their data centers, their gaming, everything you want in the secular trends, NVIDIA has them. How about Humble Pay? You're seeing Bitcoin trading at about $54,000. Last night, you're seeing Riot, Mara, MSTR. All of these blockchains are going up. Your Kenan went up a lot. So, how about Humble Pay, who uses blockchain? I think that this is far from being overbought, and this is actually more in the oversold. Take note that it rallied from about less than 5 cents to so as high as $7. And this correction, which is a 50% drop from about seven fifty to about $3.00, more, more than 50% drop, to me has already been retested. It has been retested twice. And even if it has to retest at $2.90, my assumption is that your risk is actually just 30 cents here, but your reward is more than $3 here. So with a risk reward like that, what does Awesome 10X do? Nothing but buy. CSNPD at about 335 continues to get a buy rating from Awesome 10X. Now, we also gave a free Friday class on Humble Pay, so you might want to check that out. There are more companies that are good and I actually shared it in the Awesome 10X channel. If you are seeing this one, I have been suggesting per stock on the Solars, they have been running very strongly. After an extended move, they actually gave an opportunistic area last night. So um, take note um, that the Solars, like Sunrun, finally corrected at a low price here about $44. Last night was a first buy, Um, even uh, even if you have to buy it at $53, right? So the actual low of Sunrun was trading at 48. Last night reversed about 53, with of course your Tesla being your primary indicator. Tesla actually rallied to about 670. Tesla would have a resistance here at about 700. uh, First resistance at 700, the next resistance at 743 and 800. So the higher Tesla go, the higher you expect a lot of your EVs to also go. So sell one, sell two, sell three. As it goes higher, you wanna sell. However, let's say it doesn't go higher and actually sell one, sell two, sell three, that would also be fine. So you want to actually tranch your selling just as much as you were tranching your buying. Assuming you got in at 600, you were willing to buy at 550, buying at 500, all the way to about $400. That is how you don't predict, but you actually just cost average all your best winners. Now, um, there's a lot of reasons to buy uh, the markets, but you have to be very careful what you are buying. So, um, here in Faces Trader, uh, here in Awesome 10X, we shared that some of our best ideas happen to be those uh, EVs, electric vehicles. So, we've been very bullish on the NIO numbers and the XPeng. Just wanted to share that Neo actually shared, um, had an upgraded catalyst um, NEO got a management call, Takeaway by City, with a $57 target despite the neutral rating. Um, you could see that when NEO felt about $35 below, we were buying there. So, just a few things from this management call uh, NEO was uh, attaching a 45% pilot rate for a selective package, 70%. Overseas market should have a very minor impact in terms of the financial performance, so NIO is strictly right now a China play. This year becomes important over the coming three to five years. China remains the largest revenue source. The chip supply shortage would gradually be fixed into third quarter 2021. Management believes that NEO will see little impact on production. The battery supply bottleneck is expected to fade from June to July 2021, and management does not see any possibility for a battery price hike within 2021. Production capacity is helped by NEO's sharing all three models across lines. Management expects the ET7 to share the same production capacity when it starts mass production in early 2022 as well. NIO expects the total production capacity to reach 150,000 units per year per shift after the completion, and NIO has planned for another sedan model after the ET7, positioning itself towards the lower end of the market, and in two to three years' time, the company intends to launch different models that fit the variable niche markets. So actually, guys, we have been sharing a lot, Xpeng, Neo in our group, in our uh, channel, in our free channels as well. And you could see that uh, my bullish case on EV, this is one of my best conviction sectors. So I have here an article, or or rather a tweet. I said, why bet on Tesla, electric vehicles, Xpeng, and Neo and so forth? Why do you want to expect EV to become mass market? I think it makes sense. Number one, it is cheaper maintenance-wise. Take a look at the battery charges. Electric car battery char- charging is actually set to slide by 67% in the next 10 years. Does this remind you of Moore's Law in the smartphone category? Don't you ask yourself why Apple smartphones also wants to engage with Apple cars? Because we are transitioning, just like smartphones did, from the fixed telephone to the mobile phone. From the diesel-fired, coal-fired cars and gas and pollutants to actually electric vehicles in the next century or sorry, in the next decade. And so why do you actually want to not own the best cars in the world? The best companies that aren't just cars, but actually electric vehicle ecosystems. They have their batteries for Neo's case they have all they've got the battery swap they've got venture capital as well with the liders and they're all uh, their their entire um company is not just an electric vehicle and how could you not own tesla when you have spacex you've got Neuralink. you've got uh, boring cha- the boring company inside you've got the starlink yes the satellite in tesla and they're also uh, going to produce electric vans. They're perhaps going to introduce Tesla flying cars, EV tolls If only you listen to what Tesla's doing, they have the batteries. So they also have their own computer AI vision. They have open AI. So if you think about who will win in the next 10 years, you are seeing something like this. The range of OEM's declarations are set to grow on an S-curve. The new policies and the EV30 at 2030 scenario. So, if you are selling your Tesla and X Peng and Neo, you're actually asking yourself, why? Awesome 10 asks you, why do you want to sell? Why would anyone sell? Winners will win and we will win. Will you buy a $40,000 Jetsons or a $40,000 sexy electric car? or a diesel-fired car like the dinosaurs of the Flintstones. Hundreds of millions of cars will be produced. And the biggest clean energy movement is to eliminate and transition each gas-guzzling car into electric. And Baidu also is creating their own taxis, the the Apollo taxis. We knew that since $99 Baidu, since January 2020, they have those in Beijing. And they're just gonna keep on growing. And so, Baidu, even if we bought it at $260 and it fell to about $240, and of course, last night it grew again to $264, those are just buying opportunities. End of the day, are Robotaxis gonna win? And Awesome 10 believes yes, it is a buy. Was Neo a great entry price at $35 to $38 even if you bought it at $32? The answer is yes. Last night, NEO rallied to 42. Of course, you could see a very strong resistance at 50, and some would argue perhaps also selling at 44 because that's 50% from the recent low. Indeed, in the short term, everything can happen. This is your 64 resistance, this is your 56 resistance, and the people who got caught here at 44.48 might actually sell as well at 44.48. So, we do see a resistance at 44.48 to NEO. However, any drops again on a crash would be bought by Awesome 10X, and I would assume that other electric vehicle um, believers will also buy uh, your NEO. And how about Tesla? We said that 600 to 400 keep on buying. The actual low is 540. We did get at about 587 with the resistance call at about 700 740 or even 800 in the short term. In the long term, of course, these names are perhaps going to 5x or 3x. So let's assume Tesla does go to about 2 trillion dollars in the next 10 years, that would still be about $1,000 to $2,000. So um think about where you want to bet. Now CCIV is Lucid Motors. We also bought in $24 to $22. Where is the resistance? It's very clear. You've got a resistance at 28 and $32. So um, you just need to know your spots, guys. Understand what you're buying. ACTC, which is your Proterra bus, actually fell down to about $15-$14 we were trying to buy there. And last night, this already rallied about 10% to about $17, right? so um we do see that there will be resistances here about twenty dollars so the people might actually trade a portion about 30 percent or 50 percent of their capital as a trade well 50 percent of their other capital as a real core hold so um as the market embraces volatility you simply need to know what you're buying and what you're gonna willing willingly trim your ex-SPENG reported earnings on March 8, very strong numbers, 577% increase in revenues, a good long-term investment. I do not waver on my commitment to the electric revolution. Now, I might have high prices and low prices, but at long term, these are all winners. And that price at about $27, $28, I did enter there. Last night, it opened and closed at about 31 Do I think it has leeway to go to 39 or 30% higher? I think the answer is yes. So um, whether it goes to 39 or just stops at about 36, the risk is still small versus the potential rewards of these names. So XPeng is far from being a chase. It is very oversold. So there are more companies that are interesting. Actually, um, I did chart a lot. And uh, this is just a sample of those, um, of those potential supports and potential resistances, whether you're you're investing in, say, Teladoc uh, or Telehealth, right? Or some SaaS names like Zoom. So um, what you want to do is actually buy near the support and sell above a, a, a resistance. And given that the market seems to have bottomed, at least in the short term, do believe, I do believe that some names will falter, but some names will actually come out very stronger. And those who concentrated on the right sectors, on the right names, will get rewarded. So it's 33 minutes. I hope that I learned, uh, you learned something. And um, there are some questions. I'll answer only the global market questions. I know that there are so many opportunities to buy right now, but what would be a reasonable buying price for Roblox? Roblox, I believe in it, but I think that it's going to open up $27 billion market cap. Um, I might actually not buy, but if it's, um, it's going to be uh, within, say, $20 billion, I might enter. I think there will be an entry opportunity, don't be afraid. Um, like Example. I didn't buy Affirm when it got listed very high. I didn't buy Airbnb when it got listed very high. I didn't buy Snowflake when it got listed so high. So these are companies that I do like, but uh, they got so expensive. Take note what happened. After IPO, this is what happened to Snowflake. $200 rallied to 400 Sure, they made 100%, only to fall back at $200. Affirm also did the same. From about 90, rally to 150, and then falling back here to 80 dollars, where it's more appetizing to me. So um, I think that I'll be willing to buy around 25 to about 20 billion dollars for Roblox, because anyway, at the end of the day, do I believe in the metaverse? I do believe yes. So I like unity, I like Metaverse, I do believe in it. However, um, I won't just I, this is the thing that I don't want to do. I don't like buying 100% higher. So my assumption is that Roblox will open 100% higher tonight, which renders me at a no-buy zone. Hi, is BNGO good for long-term? Yes, I agree. Actually, I've been telling some people that I'll be willing to buy BNGO BioNanoGenomics around 5 plus levels. And I think some of them got in, but I do think that here about $9.90, you would get a seller. So um, I was looking at the buy price here, about $6 to about $5. Indeed, that happened in just Friday. So Friday, Monday, Tuesday, you are seeing already a strong rebound of about 60% if you were buying it at the lows. Just like if you bought Nano Dimension, which is what I like. So BNGO, I like it in um, in the genomic sequencing space, yes. So, um, however, if you're going to chase this, um, you are already late at about 10% upside already. Perhaps next, m- next week or next day, you might see a resistance already at 990. In fact, last night, some people might have sold some BNGO already after a move of about 65%. Last night, actually, some ehang went up 60% already. You could see that the drop was about $29, rallied to 46 I do think that there will be some resistances for your e-hang here about $48 to $52. Dollars. So um, be careful chasing, but I would love to buy some e-hang back if I could get in $41 dollar below. So um, this is an eVTOL player that I'll be willing to buy. It got shorted uh, by Wolfpack, but uh, this is a company that I think had the retest on the exact support here at about $30. Dollars. So congrats to those who got in at $30. You get an easy 50% move in just two days. Um, but I think that um, there will be more glory if you, uh, if you perhaps see a consolidation here, higher low. It could be a consolidation at $40 above or it could actually meet some resistances for at $50. So uh, we need to see and let the market speak for us um do you look at arc f the fintech do you go uh look at it do you see going at to 65 so far actually um with fintech i personally believe in buying just tsnpd um for fintech i do like some spax but uh, i sold some of those as well so um SPACs, uh, I, I, I have some bft before but i sold it already i think this is a lower high for bft this is um paysafe F-talk could be a lower high as well. Uh, so any rallies of F near about $13 might be sold. So $1085 is a low price. Eleven point five is a low price for F So right now the price of F Talk is still too low. So I wouldn't sell there. But if it rallies to about $13 above, F might uh, aka Pioneer might get sold. Square, in my view, is still expensive. So at $240, I think it is more of a sell call. Um, I'm willing to buy, say, $160. So I don't just buy any price. Um, I'm very uh, price discriminatory when I'm buying a company. So I'm not looking at ARC-F. But um, I do look at individual fintech names. So um, I'm not really an ETF player, to be honest. Like um, the NASDAQ is there, ARC-K is there, ARC-F is there, ARC-G. But um, yeah. Do you know anything about verb technology? Is it a good buy? Do you know anything about verb? Verb technology? No, unfortunately I wasn't able to know what verb technology is. What is verb technology? Um Verb technology is a company that is rapidly emerging as brain business focused interactive video sales including live stream e-commerce. It's up 24% with other industry players. Okay, let's read that. Investing in Verb Technology Company. So I don't know about Verb. Mm. Thanks for uh, asking. So let's take a look at Verb. So it was up 24% a couple of days ago. So Verb has rallied from about a dollar to about $3. Typically, you do get a sell-off after a 3x move. So uh, it has recently dropped to about fifty percent, a pullback nonetheless. One sixty to two dollars. You've got a just from a chart perspective, you've got these as your first resistance about two dollar forty cents, just matching here in the in the in the resistances here. Prior support, and um, in the last five years, this has been in a doldrums from about a dollar to two dollar forty. So I'll be very careful about this company. I don't know what it is, uh, so I don't really uh, get to buy. With a market cap of $100 million only, so it's a very micro cap. So it's in the the small cap region. Um, They're talking about, what does it do? What does verb do? So let's go to finvis.com and see what verb technology does. But uh in the 100 million dollar space right now because the market is very much looking for values and high quality, I might stick to companies that I have high conviction on. In terms of like 100 million dollar market caps, I would say that ABML is a company that I'm willing to buy so I got in there and in the, in the one billion dollar categories i do have some names but um verb technology just happens to be not something that i studied as i studied about um yeah what the what they do is uh they they're a SaaS name so uh it's a SaaS company non services such as printing fulfillment services provides its products for large print associations founded in 2014 about six years ago Their revenues are just ten million dollars. So um ten times price to sales. You know, for ten times price to sales and high growth, I'd rather go for um and predictable growth and high gross margins. Um this is just what? Gross profit of fifty percent. Um, I would not get into verb technology if you're gonna ask me. I'd rather just own Facebook. There are other companies that are trading at 8 to 10 times price of sales with predictable growth and cash flows. I don't think I need to gamble with verb. Um any thoughts on Grow Generation? I find Grow Generation right now a little bit expensive. So although Grow Generation rallied last night to about $45, I think that we have more of a we are nearing a resistance. If it rallies about $52, you get sold off. Um, yes, there is a support here at about $40. I did expect a support to come at about 40 to 31. It did get a supported here at about 32. But just like NEO will get some resistance about 50 area, I think this is a 30 to 50 area. So uh, my assumption is that this will get a range bound action. I don't think you'll see it go 60 or 70 dollars. So you might see a lower high somewhere here at about 48 for, uh for Grow Generation. And then you'll get uh, perhaps uh, if the market drops, you'll see a lower high, whether it breaks $40, could go 36 you get an entry point again. So with cannabis names, I think that uh, even if uh, Grow Generation is a hydroponics in their farming uh, solution with their with their stores, right? Um, because you could buy, they're, they're a pick and shovels play. You can buy um, your LED lights with Grow Generation and so forth. I think that uh, there are so many players right now, there's a competition. Grow Generation versus Indoor Harvest. From a cannabis play, I'd rather have INQD. Um, actually, I'm a little bit sad that uh, Interactive Brokers doesn't allow me to get INQD because I really wanted to get in. I do think that this is a very undervalued name. I do think this goes uh, 5 cents. So from a one penny, could go 5 cents to 10 cents. Actually, this is an OTC Play, Indoor Harvest. Um, they're partnered with Freight Farms and um, they're doing indoor farming solutions. Uh, I would rather buy some one hundred million dollar below companies, and in that case, in their harvest is one of the cannabis names that are less than ten million dollars it 's actually just less than five million dollars so um, i 'd rather go for some of those names rather than with grow generation. I find your wG quite expensive. I actually feel also guys that um, desktop metal is expensive in my view so compare that with markforged i'd rather get uh, markforged so desktop metals rallied last night i do think that 16 dollars was the same support here so uh, i outlined the buy there even if you had to buy 14 to 16 good job for you right there were a lot of supports at 14 and 16 but very strong resistances in my view Here at about twenty dollars. So if you are um not yet sold, uh, take note that desktop metal had an extension move at about twenty to thirty three. I think those are really being sold down, and um this sell off is just gonna be a choppy, choppy move. So um, you just have to pick your spots, alright? So thank you very much. It's already 45 minutes. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. We are, we are always uh, giving a lot of classes and we do have this global daily market update. I hope you're doing well in your portfolio. Do not let the market take all of your gains, but neither are you a chicken to actually not see the opportunities that are presented in front of you. You could see that Baidu is a great opportunity, you could see NVIDIA is a great opportunity. See Limited at about $207, $209 last week, that was a great opportunity load up. So um, you really have guys so many opportunities that there is no excuse not to buy the secular winners in the next 10 years. Don't think about the next 10 days. Think about the fact that if it's oversold, at some point it will bounce. We are happy to announce that it did bounce. But of course, next few days, that oversold will not get oversold anymore. Then it gets overbought and then you sell the overbought region. Thank you very much and uh, have a pleasant day. Bye-bye.